0: Welcome to Moving Through Life, the baseball podcast. This is Donald Lutz, one of your hosts. I would like to welcome you to our show. I would also like to announce my co-host, baseball expert, Frank Fister. Hey, Donald. Hello there, everyone. This is Frank
1: Fister, second of your two hosts, professional coach, teammate, and friend. It's an honor to be here with you all for this episode of moving through life the baseball podcast um we're going to be exploring some answers to a few questions um and these questions are from from jim a very special friend of the podcast and partner of, of how we've done this whole thing he's done some amazing help with us in terms of you know some editing and and, and putting putting some words together and he, he does a lot and he does a lot for the game and um very grateful for him. And these are awesome questions. So, Don, I'm going to read you the first one, and mm-hmm. uh, we'll start exploring. Let's so, um, the first one, Jim Jim wanted to get a little bit of advice for youth coaches. And I also think this plays for coaches at all levels. Um, but a little bit of advice working with kids at various ages and finding the balance between keeping it fun and having expectations of young players.
0: Okay. So I'm going to write it down real quick. I'm going to work balance various ages and keeping it fun, correct? Mhm. Sure. Yes. So let's start with how, I mean, there's different ways. What I wanted to ask you was, do you want my German perspective, my American perspective, or my Australian perspective? Or the, or a mix? or mixed?
1: I'd like a blend because I feel like you are,
0: as you've called it, the hybrid. So I, I'd like to hear a mix of it. Cool, you get the hybrid version. So nice. keeping it fun, various ages, I would say you can take it as serious as you want and as not serious as you want. It's honestly up to everyone's own discretion. So the amount of baseball coaches I had in my life, I don't even know how many, how many awesome mentors. And even I know there's some people who are bitter about coaches because the kid doesn't play enough or everyone feels entitled, like all that bullshit. I ignore all that noise, because at the end of the day, like the way I got to be successful was by working harder than most people. So at the end of the day, if someone like the separation, usually fun in games, like we can go to training and games. So training is like you're just trying to give everyone the best opportunity to maximize their potential. And then usually the fun comes automatic because everyone's going to have like get better and grow together. Some people are going to be left behind, they are probably maybe not as serious, but then again, like my German when I was young, the reason why I started playing baseball was first of all, like ice hockey was too expensive for my family, but then also a lot of my friends were there, so I really just, I was looking for a place to hang out with friends, like that I didn't know the big leagues, I didn't know professional baseball when I was young, it was literally like cool, this, there's a baseball field, two minutes from my home, and I can walk there in my soccer shoes and then just crush baseballs and then make <laughs> amazing sounds. That's I like fun. how cool is that? Like yeah, you yeah. like anyways, so back to the fun part. Usually if someone really enjoys the game and loves the game, they're gonna have a great time. And they're they're probably gonna have times where they're gonna cry, they're gonna have times where they're gonna bleed, there's gonna like injuries, there's the whole picture is gonna be with it. But at the end of the day, they're the age thing is tough for me to say, because no one really knows yet at a young age to say, hey, I'm going to be a big leaguer I hate this, even though there's like guy like Shoyatani, who's like, yeah, as a young kid in high school, I wrote it down that I want to be this and this and this. So yeah, I would say it's such a wide open question. I can only give mm-hmm. you my personal thing I have experienced. And my thing was, I always had fun because I got to hang out with my friends. I didn't even care about the results or the baseball, like it was all learning. So I I had fun at ice hockey. I had fun at handball. I had fun at every uh, athletics, every sport or team thing I did. I always had fun when there was good people around.
1: Yeah. And that's pretty cool, man. And if I can just
0: highlight some things
1: like, that the 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 part about having expectations of young players, I'm I'm with you. I don't. Expectations are an interesting thing. I think there's a difference between believing you can do something and writing it down, and expecting yourself to do it. Right?
0: Like it kind of it's a subtle. you were talking that, about putting pressure on yourself, and then yep, it's, we're talking it's, about it's the pressure or already. It's, <laughs>
1: As opposed to what it sounds like the Shohei, the Shohei Otani, like if he wrote it down or other people who've done that, it's like, that's more of like a direction, like a reminder of a focus of, of what you're doing it for, of why you're doing it, less of an expectation of where you think you should get or what you should even, even zoom in, what you expect to get out of a training session. I feel like that fun and you know the love of it and hanging with the friends and you're learning whether you want to or not, if you're having that kind of fun. Um, and I really liked that hearing you say that and how you felt that same thing in hockey and, and with baseball. That's pretty
0: powerful. Yeah. It's, it's any sport, the, the various ages, like I said, I think, do you have any, what's your insight on like the various age groups? You yeah. Think it, like, uh,
1: yeah. You go. Yeah. No, I was just going to say, I, the cool thing about baseball to me is that there's some of it that's super familiar and that it doesn't change. And then with that, it's always different. So that, that ability to learn from anybody and at any age, it doesn't matter the age. So in some senses, their age matters in some things in terms of like, you know, some, I don't know. Like I don't. I don't know if age is that important with it. I think
0: age. I mean, I I age, feel like a. Right, age is more of a I number. Feel like a little kid playing a baseball game, so.
1: Right, and so and so. There's a playfulness that you want, even as you're, an an adult, a grown a grown person who's playing that might feel like a kid, and that's actually kind of, kind of it. Like you watch the teams that have a lot of fun, and they're 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 doing things playing the game the right way, um, you know, the range of right ways that there can be, but overall playing the game the right way and the fun comes from that. Like, I don't know if age is really it. I think I think it is um, maybe more of a balance between fun and and like focus, um, fun and a bit of like remembering the task and remembering what oh, you're actually, trying to do,
0: like, you know, getting the I job done like we're talking
1: about with Bunting, yeah.
0: Yeah, um, which because we're still so educating. The cool thing was too in training or games, you got to know when to lock it in and when not. Like it's, it was really hard yes. when I first went into like player development to let people know, like okay. during stretch, you can talk shit. You know what I mean? Even when you play catch. That's where I learned how to multitask. You can play catch and talk your shit. But then if there's a coach or somebody and or you're doing a task or you're focusing on something what you're not good at yet. Because like Frank and I, this for young ones, if Frank and I are playing catch, we probably play catch with our eyes closed, take a fungo, hit a fly ball, run in a circle and catch it all at once, because we've done it a billion times. But if you're like 13 years old and you don't even know how to throw a ball to your partner's chest, I highly suggest that you focus during that thing, like during playing catch, during your bullpen session, during your hitting session, whatever you do, because remember we're all limited in time. And in baseball it's raps, like so you gotta get your reps and so well, learn when to like have fun, be a clown, whatever, but then also learn when to lock it in when somebody or even when your coaches or parents or anybody's talking, like be respectful, yeah. be quiet, listen, and then go back to either like playing, have fun, that balance thing we talked about with various ages. Obviously, yeah, you even as a young one, like you can talk about freaking video games or whatever, but not when you guys are working, don't distract another person. Also, like, we talked about batting cages, nice. being places like a community where you hang out. Like remember there's still even if someone is in a cage, and working on, let's say, that pivot, bat path, one handed drill, whatever, even the guys watching, you're still learning, like you're watching the other guy go about his craft, go about his business, and you might be able to pick something. So suggestion, from a former (laughs) Major League Baseball player to anyone in the world, I remember the, what is it, observation. is a powerful tool. I think that was one of our podcasts. So That's a pro tip. Old, old sessions. Yeah, observe. So even during playing catch, if you can't talk shit and play catch, still observe maybe what someone else is doing, like consistently grabbing a four-seam grip to make sure you throw a straight ball or whatever. Like, you better learn. Until you get your routine down, don't try to multitask. Don't try to multitask. Yeah. Pro tip.
1: And and that's that is a pro tip. And that's also I I could eat, and I know, I know it's what bigger. you're saying. But this is also something I remember one time you telling me. Oh, I can't wait till you disagree with me. I do disagree with you on one thing in terms <laughs> yeah. of stretch and also playing catch, where, um, I I, there's a separator here where I I think of like watching. People who are the best at what they do if respect is kind of something we've talked about it goes into the craft too so it's like if there's something like I get I'm not saying you know play catch like a robot like you obviously want to be loose and things but honestly my most joy the most joy I had with the game came when I was actually in the moments of doing those things especially on the field where like stretch was part of work too and if I was feeling what parts of my body were stretching and feeling the grass and feeling the sun and being aware of what was going on, that was actually practice for my awareness in the game too. Yeah. And, amazing. and, play, and playing, playing catch, that's your way. No, right. Nice. And, and, and then playing catch. Yeah. Cause there are different ways to lock it in, obviously. And that's part of what I think you were saying, when to lock it in. It's like my, when to lock it in might be different than yours. Mm-hmm. And, but I and playing catch with a similar you thing
0: while you're on yes. the ground stretching. Oh and you did. And I and I actually You couldn't do that if you didn't know your routine of what you're actually gonna do. Like if you don't even know what to stretch, then I'm not gonna talk shit to you, but you're pro, so
1: And that's but that's also where it gets fun because then let's say you know that I like getting locked in during stretch, you might (laughs) most often respect that and let me have my mode,
0: but then sometimes kind of be
1: like, All right, man, how 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 much is he really into it and try to strike me? But that's getting a little off topic
0: no it's not. No, it's not no it's not let's be real because otherwise every kid's gonna think that you, you just mentioned the word robotic uh, if you guys know me don't always take everything fucking serious what i say because <clears throat> i keep everyone on the edge because sometimes a lot of my teammates they get too serious and then the, yeah. the panicking and overthinking not, comes
1: and I, and I needed that and that's what's funny is that I, it's like because there's a part of me that was all over the place and so we getting into surprised. stretch slowed me down, and same with playing catch. Like, I'd, I'd watch the ball all the way into my glove. There were some things that locked me in, especially after I'd faced so much struggles with hitting, that it's like if I could do stretch well and I could play mm-hmm. catch well, it's like I started trying to rack up as many of those, those knocks from other from non-hitting things as I could. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then with that, like you said, is that balance of keeping it light. And so having teammates like you help me shake it up a bit and remember that I'm choosing to do it rather than making it this rigid thing that I have to do because I have to be locked into stretch. It's like, no, nah, man, I'm choosing to do this and other people choose different things. Like that to me is the actual highest level of the beauty of it. Because some people would be like, oh yeah, have a routine, do everything, you know, do it. be in the moment with everything. It's like, well, even even being in the moment, if you're Herbie's trying awesome. so hard. Yeah, and if you're trying so, like there, there are stories about monks where they'd be meditating, and then and the, the teacher comes over and, and, like, whacks them because they get attached to the idea of meditating. And that defeats the whole purpose of so actually like a being in the up. moment and it living it. Yeah, 100%. So I could, oh, I'm, I'm so locked in and I'm stretching. And then if I'm really locked in and stretching, then when the dawn comes through
0: and oh, starts yeah. cracking Oh, And he lets you know you're for 20.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. I then, there, yeah. There it is. And so, like, the real thing is not being shook. Is doing what you got to do because you're choosing to do it. That's like the non-eyewash. You know what I mean? Eyewash mm-hmm. is when it's for other people to see
0: you yeah, doing it. When it's something really. To be seen. They're like, oh my God, look what I've done. And, and no. that ain't it.
1: And, and I think when, to go back to Jim's question, um, the various age groups, that's something that shows up, dude, as I've seen it with seven-year-old teams and groups of seven-year-olds. To big league teams, and then with varying ranges too. Like, I think as long as we're respecting each individual's work that's going on in a session, and, and we are also remembering that we are part of that respect, so we're respecting ourselves, the other people who are working, and, um, and the game, which I think includes that playfulness, right, for you um, mm-hmm. and for everybody. I think, I think that's kind of it. And that's kind of a nice one. That's a pro tip where it's like, you, if I'm respecting myself, all I was saying, sorry, thanks. If like, I'm thinking of various age groups, like, like I, I got to work a couple years ago when the strike or like when the lockout was or not what was it? A striker lockout, lockout. When the lockout was going down, mm-hmm. I, I was, I got to work with some dudes who were just trying to get like throw BP to some guys that were trying to get working and, I remember there was a, a couple days where we had some guys some guys who were in the big leagues. A oh yeah, guys couple who were in the majors. Mo- yeah, we had guys in the big leagues. Guy, oh that's like a skill level that hits the next one. You're right, but yeah, it was also ages, grown men and and a couple twelve year olds that were also hitting with them, and it was awesome because the twelve year olds were kind of like watching what these guys were doing and they were a lot of it was the same stuff so they were quiet mm-hmm. and were respectful. they intimidated
0: or like do you feel like they were observing or they were scared
1: you know i was actually impressed by the by them i i probably would have been more scared they they i felt like they were observing and they actually brought a lightness to the whole thing the, the mm-hmm. kids did also. and and it also helped that the the professional players the big leaguers, in the minor league guys were super friendly and were there to get their work in. And then also like it became that its own little team. And when you're a part of that little team, it's like, all right, how are we going to get the work done? Well, you mm-hmm. know, cause we all so got also different things. To that so
0: doing. now you got the, just yes. to tell our listeners, so you, you're throwing BP, you got a couple little leaguers or junior leaguers. You got a couple minor league dudes, which are like, my life is depending on this possibly, or it yep. could be, yeah, I'm just having a fucking good time trying to get to the big leagues. And then you got two guys who are at the apex level of the baseball world. Uh, yeah. At the end of the day, they're all just having a good time in the cage, taking some swings.
1: Yes. And that's, that goes to the point of like age. If we're all respecting the game, taking some swings, learning about hitting and hanging out,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, and getting and getting, it's like, it's getting the work in. it's, it's the fun with the craft. It's the fun with, it's the fun and the work, you know, because the work is satisfying when you're Mm -hmm. you're working towards that.
0: Now, how much better do you think these dudes are going to be in five years? They're little leaguers when they see like obviously they can watch it on TV and all that, but when they actually see like, I remember a lot of times when people met me now, I don't want to like brag, but they're like, oh, you're like a normal dude. I am like, what do you mean? It was Uh, the best. Yeah, I'm human. I'm fucking human. What what do you mean? Just because I've played in big leagues a little bit like as a bench player, will you think I'm a different human, what, Like, but then mm-hmm. again, as kids, when they, they see everything, they go, wow, this is amazing, because it's still hard, yeah, don't get me wrong, yes, I'm going to tap myself on the shoulder, it's still hard to get there, but then again, if you take the game not as serious, as everyone all the time, it actually becomes mm-hmm. a little bit easier, and more fun, mm-hmm. and more balanced. And
1: Yeah, which is beautiful, where it's like, it doesn't matter, like, there's a respect for what you've done in the game, but then it doesn't make you no. no one's better or worse than each other as people. Like we're, we're humans. We bleed, We bleed the same blood, you know what I mean? Like yeah. we're all living, living beings. And that's where like the game, I feel like gives us awesome windows of like kind of opening us up to compassion and, and to that sort of big, big capital L love. That's pretty cool. Cause we're just, mm-hmm. we're, we're hanging out, you know, and, and we're, we're all doing, we're all doing our thing. Um, And that's also a big testament to you, like, because you are, I mean, yeah, you're, you're, you're a special, you're a special kind of dude that doesn't see himself as above others, despite such an awesome range of experiences and all the work that you put in to earn those experiences. And same with the group that I was talking about. It was, it was amazing, dude. And then the kids, the, the younger players who were like, like in between rounds, dude, they were like bat flipping and trying to do um, <laughs> like, and, they were like trying to do these different like bat tricks and like bouncing yeah. off the ground and back up while some of the older guys were like on their phones in between a little bit. And I remember like seeing some of the guys look up and watch the kids do the bat flips and all of a sudden, you know- the Let me guess, they down. got jealous. Uh, probably, you know, yeah. like that's yeah. what's oh, so cool. There's, and that's where the age group I think dissolves and where the fun shows up, you know, where it's like we're here to learn from everybody, no matter what your level is. And, and if that's going on, like Jim talked about in the beginning of the question of the advice for, you, you know, advice for youth coaches. If youth coaches can remember how hard the game is and they can actually try to open their minds up to learn, learn from the kids and how they're playing while also kind of guiding and reminding them some of the rules and stuff, I think that, you know. Yeah, keep going that's a lot. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot remember how hard this thing is man and try to learn from the players because the players are the ones doing it no matter what the age level you know you're still going to remind them of different keys and different things but yeah um,
0: respect or run hard whatever these little things yeah. but in that game at the end of the day they are on the mound, they're on the field they're in the battle box, especially during the games. They're being yelled <laughs> at. <they're> being... <laughs> they, they, yeah. yeah. So anyways, the gym, I think that was the second part of the question. Let's finish. Yeah. With that one. We got, yeah, thank- because we're going to try to keep this, what, to 30. We're going to try to do a little shorter ones, but let's dive into the next one. No, let's we're see. money. We're right on
1: pace. Cause I think it ties in and we touched on it a little bit, but it'd be cool to, to rip it off and finish. So the second part of it was, how do you work with different skill levels in the same age group and make it fun for both the advanced kid and the kid just starting out. So I think we hit on some of that, but I'm going to say it one more time and then and Yeah, that's cool. So how do you work yeah. So how do you work with different skill levels in the same age group? So maybe like a, a 12 and under team, all the same age group, um, but uh, but like very different skill levels, so it's so it's fun and educational for the yeah. advanced kid and the kids starting out all in the same kind of group and
0: session. Yeah. So let's start with, because I can only share my personal opinion. This is a disclaimer again, and I might drop an F-bomb. <laughs> uh, at, <laughs> advanced, I would put myself in the category as advanced, um, but not advanced in baseball skill. I would put myself in the drawer of advanced, Went yeah, German, W and V gives me big troubles advanced um my skill was to just learn like observe and yeah i don't know i i just wanted to be better than everyone honestly i think if you have kids which want to be better they're going to get better you just have to give them guide them in the right direction like you can't make everyone hit a baseball you can't make people throw strikes like they gotta figure that shit out on their own to be honest with you actually to be quite frankly with you frank yeah Thanks for putting me into that because that like, yeah, they have said, to figure that shit out on their own. Like, what are that's you going to do a as a tip coach? As a coach. you're yeah. a mentor? Yeah, you, you guide them. And like me, if I teach kids or grownups, whatever, all I'm doing is passing on what I've heard from other people or watched other people well have failed, whatever. Like I didn't reinvent the wheel, the baseball, <laughs> the game, the swing, like I just had to figure out on my own how to be successful. And then you try to do it, and now you kind of pass it on to the next, what, the next wave. Yeah. Back to music. <laughs> Sorry. You pass on your knowledge to the next wave of young athletes coming through so they can be better. That, like when I was young, I learned quick, learn from the mistakes other people do. That way you don't have to make them all yourself. And that doesn't mean we're not going to mess up. We just hope to mess up less. To become more successful, and I'm not even going to say the word quicker because I feel like the, the word let's get somewhere quicker can be very dangerous. I would mm-hmm. just say, like, pay attention to little things and try to keep adding things to your skill set. So then mm-hmm. again, like, anybody, even if you have like Shoy Otani and Frank Pfister and Donald Lutz in a cage, like, we're Watch all out both, first
1: of all, that's a lot of fun. Like,
0: oh, yeah, like, it's going to be a lot of noise. It's going to be like a lot of shit talk and possible like eight languages. But then again, because he's a pro, he knows what to do, Joey. He's probably going to do all these crazy things. Then there's Lutz, who's probably just going to talk shit and try to hit every single ball as hard as possible. And then there's Frank, who's probably super focused, working on stretching on the turf, because that's his thing to get locked in. So remember, everybody works different, but at the end of the day, if you have a good environment, everybody can kind of be themselves. Uh, maybe that's mm-hmm. yeah. Actually, I'll I'll go with that one. Disclaimer: heard it here first. Just try to be yourself, but also don't like try to change yourself too much for other people. Because I also had a lot of people that want to try to change themselves for their swing, or this, to hope other people accept them in the team or something. And it's yeah, do you do your thing? You know what I mean? Do your thing yeah. if you want to be successful. And- like that. yeah. Believe in yourself. It doesn't matter what skill nice. level you are, because you can get better later. <laughs> you get better at three years. You can get better when you're ten. You can get better when you're thirteen, and you can possibly even get better when you're forty. It doesn't matter. Like you can. Not, you, there is no timeline on getting better.
1: Yeah, that's pretty beautiful. That's a lot of. Uh, that's a lot of. A lot of pro tips there. Sorry, that just came out. That came from the no, heart. I, I know that's what I'm saying. You were you were you were dropping you were dropping breadcrumbs all along that zone. Can we just Can bookmark we... this spot for for some some rewinds? If this was a tape cassette back in the day or if it was a record, it'd get scratched because it was too much rewinded to get back to. Um, it and it's so like if the kids just a couple of things that I wrote down to remember, if the kids want to get better, they'll get better. Mm -hmm. that's powerful. And that I think is so cool to go back to like setting up environments for kids or any group of players. Can we set the environment that nurtures that joy of the game? You know, you're, you're, we're all learning the game and you're setting them up to be able to keep wanting to get better and wanting to come back, which I think Jim even put in the question. And then, The being yourself you know and being aware of the the kind of tendency we all have as humans to sort of change or shift for other people that's a tough one especially these days with a lot of technology and a lot of social media stuff and it's also tough because we're always changing i feel like at least that's tough for me we're always changing so be myself what's myself moment moment
0: so changing adjusting growing going backwards don't matter And
1: and i think and i think eventually it all plays and that was something I remember. Um, two things. One, I used to joke with uh, with um, an old, uh, a really good friend, Austin Coleman, who did was a clubhouse manager in Dayton for a, a long time, and is just awesome. One of the best, the best at that job that I ever came across. And we used to joke about it because he would he would kind of worry about some things happening and, and get a few panic moments. And we used to talk about it like a, like. It's hard to really screw up if you really care. You know? Like if you mm-hmm. really care about it, if you really love the game, you really care about what you're doing, it's hard to really screw up. And I don't know if you really can because you're going to learn from it if you really care. So that's mm-hmm. kind of cool. And then there was something I wanted to say also just to piggyback on some of the stuff you said. You brought up the music. I actually just there's one of this guy that wrote a book I recommend strongly called The Music Lesson. His name's Victor Wooten. He's a bass player and one of the most amazing teachers that I've ever really read and listened to talk. I recommend checking out anything that that dude talks about with music and life um, or writes about. I just recently watched something. I came across this video. I've been making the songs, and, I, and again, I love the birds, and I, I listen to the birds, and they kind of go with the song. And he was talking about the birds, dude. And he goes, he goes where something like, where did birds learn? Like, I, he's like, I listen to the birds
0: and I think, like, where did they learn that?
1: Did they go to music school? Did where did they learn how to sing?
0: Did they go what to music school? The, who are you to question where a bird learned how to swing? The bird is probably like, Where did this guy Frank learn how to speak? Why is he not singing? So, sure. chill out, man, so you live in their world.
1: I feel like you're telling me to chill out when you're actually, I'm just trying to make... fire you up. I'm just trying to <laughs> get you rattled so people understand. Don't yeah, get too serious, And it's, serious, all right? and it's not yeah. working because all I'm trying to do is
0: share this dude who's a redwood <laughs> in it's a different a angle. It's a respect. Yeah, no I'm politics. trying to share this
1: dude. Yeah. This, dude's a, this dude's a red one in the music yeah. world. So yeah. I'm just trying to share. But you're right. I appreciate you gut checking me there. Um, but the but the whole point was like he was talking about how some things, the some really special things come from within. It doesn't mean you're not going to learn from coaches. And like what you were saying about learning from others is huge. And he even brought that up. Like you learn from the teachers and you learn from what you got to do, but then also realizing that we have something inside of us that does. Like it's a special thing that we have with us too, that teaches us also. And, and I think he called it at the end of it. It was like this thing, it was like self inspiration. That's inspiring when you can inspire yourself from what you can do, that's powerful. And I think baseball mm-hmm. gives us opportunities for that when the environment's set the way that you described it. So, mm-hmm. um, nice try trying to throw me off because I feel like I just wrapped that back up pretty
0: nicely. You did. You came right back like a pro. Like I said, the, we talked hum, about babe. the stretch when you are locked into a stretch. That's why I come in and just talk shit because the Don, yep. like, he focuses maybe in the cage before stretch, during early work. The yep. Don might focus five minutes before the game you know what I mean so hmm. understand that anyone who's still playing baseball is listening to this like there's no set rule when to yeah. learn when to overthink when to panic like just panic <laughs> well if you want to panic go panic after the game Yeah, it's going to happen it's going to happen so overthink and sometimes with people would gut check you what do you call it gut check yeah yeah gut check meant I'll just talk shit to Frank to see if I can rattle him. That's all I did.
1: Well, and it's awesome because then if I get rattled, all it does is expose me that I wasn't as locked in as I was pretending to be. That's but it. if I and actually I go... A smile
0: on my face, but it's also me not too. personal. It's not Enough. personal because yeah. if we had a game in an hour, I knew you might be a little more relaxed and you might be able to do a cool team thing so we can win because I need everyone mm-hmm. to be relaxed. Boom. 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 Mic drop. And that...
1: Yeah, that's it. All right. Cool, man. Well, let's let's go ahead and wrap it up with that. Jim, thanks again for your questions. That was awesome. We're a little over 30, but it's pretty nice. And um, I uh, this was a cool one. And my favorite part about these questions is is exploring them. And so for anybody who might be listening, I think it's cool to to kind of ask some ask some friends about or, or even ask yourselves as you're working with different age groups. And or or even yourself from different age groups keep exploring these kinds of things um, for yourselves and and find those answers. It's Good stuff, or find more questions. Actually, that might even be cooler.
0: Panic. Alrighty. Well, <laughs> say say the whole thing one more time. What you would tell me when I was in panic mode?
1: Well, the the joke is always rule number one: don't panic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and rule number two: rule number two: when you do panic. Panic well, yes.
0: <laughs> Remember that, folks. Because you're serious. gonna keep it loose. Yeah, we all gonna panic. Try to keep it loose. Surround yourself with people to keep it loose. Thanks for listening again. Moving through life, the baseball podcast. Our hashtag uh, we try to use is Lutzi and Frankie. And because you also mentioned something about social media earlier, where there is a lot of social media stuff, we did delete our TikTok and Instagram account because it was simply too much to manage because it's still remember this is a hobby for Frank Jim and myself so we'll try to keep it loose you can still find us on Facebook but also obviously on all the major podcast platforms so
1: that's it thanks Don
0: thank you do you want to name a song which is going to be in here or are we going to surprise our listeners um, let's surprise them yeah, perfect appreciate it thanks for your time Thank you.